Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week on the Reel Down. Uh, this is your host, Garrett, this week. Uh, Jimmy's not going to be joining us. He said he might join us, so it'll be a surprise whether or not he does. Uh, but I'll be running the show tonight. Um, we got some good stuff for you. We got first and second place from uh, Possum Kingdom. So if you haven't heard about that event yet, you're going to get get all the juice about it but it's it that was a slug fest out there uh, so it'll be pretty exciting but other than that hope everybody had a good weekend uh, i might as well just get right into it because I'm, I'm excited to get to hear about this um, so first on we got from taking home the second place finisher joe uh camarino camarino um joe how you doing Pretty good, guys. How's it going? Good stuff. Well, uh, let me get a let me hear a little bit about yourself um, for all of our listeners out there. Uh, let me know how you got into kayak fishing and um, where you got your start, and then how you ended up at finishing in this, doing so well in this event. Like, what what got you to where you're at now? It uh, 
I actually I got into a couple online tournaments and um Brian Latimer actually threw a couple online tournaments and I got yeah. into um his spring classic, his summer classic, and his fall classic. I was actually able to win all three of those tournaments and won a trip with him down to South Carolina to go fishing with him. So that was actually no cool. Yeah, so awesome, man. Um after doing that, he had a championship in South Carolina at Hartwell. So I was like, Yeah, man, I kind of need a kayak. And I was borrowing my brother's like $500 little cheap kayak. And I was like, there's yeah. no way I'm taking that to South Carolina. So I'll just go out there and whoop them in a, in a belt. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I went ahead and I, you know, I, I, I made the commitment of buying an a old town 120 awesome. you know, with autopilot. And it was, man, yeah. that's a game changer right there. So I'm used to fishing out of boats yeah. and um, that thing, I mean, that, that's probably what helped me do what I did at PK, tell you the truth. Um, I can see that. A lot of people will say that like that boat is probably one of the easiest boats to transition from like an actual bass boat to a kayak. If you're making yeah. that move. Um, Here's here. My, I don't like sitting down. And yeah. so I stood up the entire time while I was fishing, even when there was, you know, the party boats going by and, you know, throwing, you know, three foot rollers. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was, it took them like nothing, you know, and I stayed there and the, the two guys that, uh, I actually shared the spot with, they were kind of getting thrown around and they were having to do circles, you know, back and forth. And I was just in one spot. I mean, and, um, but anyway, um, doing, doing his job. yeah, that, that, that was the key. I think for my, you know, for me, what, you know, to do what I did, but, yeah. um, that's kind of where I, I, you know, I knew I can catch fish at PK because that's one of my favorite, you know, lakes since I'm from yeah. Fort Worth. It's only an hour and a half from here. Um, so I decided to get in this tournament. I knew I could do pretty well, you know. Um, that's awesome. The guys out there this time of year were catching pretty good sacks, you know, so I knew yeah. the fish were going to be biting. Um, we, um, we, uh, I practice like, before cutoff time and yeah. I knew I knew I had a spot so I left that spot alone and then on my official practice day I was only able to go out one day so I only practiced one day out there yeah during um, the like one week window yes. that you got yeah and I so actually went got... I went on a Wednesday where like I yeah. try to go like on the the off day kind of yeah like where it's out there right hopefully there. yeah so, and I went out there and I checked one other spot and it wasn't very good. Um, so then I was like, okay, it looks like I got one other spot. So I had, I had one spot already that I knew that I was going to be able to catch fish. I was, I was already catching about 24 pounds there a day. So then this other spot I found, it was, it was something different. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's the juice right there. I'm, I think I'm just going to, Lay it all on the line and just go to this spot. So it it looks like it worked out for you. It actually, Uh, yeah. Before before we get too far into the event, I want to bring uh, Michael on with us so he can, so we can get to know him a little bit, and then we'll go into some deets about the day one and two, how how that went. Um. So Michael, what without further ado, I'll bring you on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into kayak fishing and 
what what brought you down to the Bassmaster event and well I you? uh I've always I've always had a bass boat man I've been ate up with bass fishing since I was 10 years old and uh my dad we he took me everywhere all over the state fishing and in 2012 I needed some money so I sold my boat and I went okay. and bought a kayak the same day man I was in a bind yeah. financially I I went and bought a 400 buck kayak off the wall at Academy the same day, man. And uh, that's awesome. Never yeah, look mean, back. You, you know? got to do to get on the water. Yeah. That's why I was, I used to see guy. I felt sorry for the guys that were paddling, man. As I drive by <laughs> all the time, I think, man, at least, but at least they're out there. Well, then yeah. I found myself, you know, I didn't want to give up fishing, man. So, and I never looked back, man. I shortly, a few couple months after that, I went and got a better kayak and then a better one and a better one. You know, and I never, um, uh, never wanted to, the, um, Joe's route where you just go straight to a autopilot. No, no, it took me, I've had, uh, I've had a bunch of them, but it, it took me two kayaks to get to the pedals, you know, yeah. pedal drive. That was back then. There wasn't uh, any motor options. Yeah. And then now I got, uh, I'm on my second Titan. That's what I use with a spotlight men code. I mean, a uh, motor guide motor. So I That's fish tournaments every chance I get, man. You know, I just, I mm -hmm. can't travel too much because of work, but I do. I travel a couple of times a year, you know? Yeah. And I, I was ecstatic when I saw Bassmaster was coming to PK because I've done very well there in the past. Yeah. It seems like a lot of, there's a lot of local anglers or, I mean, regionally local um, that did well in this. And it seems like that experience really, really showed itself this week. Um, I think so. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so did you get to practice any for this event or did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I, I went to Saturday. I didn't get to practice before it went off off limits, man. I was running back and forth to Texoma for another tournament. But uh Yeah. I uh see the Saturday the Saturday that it opened up for practice. I went to where I generally fish and uh man, I just couldn't even get a bite, period. I mean I just couldn't. So I come home and uh, I caught me some stripers, came home and ate them and got up the that's, next morning awesome. and I, I wanted to go somewhere I'd never been before on the lake. And mm -hmm. I picked two spots, man. And I was going to one of them and some reason on the way when I made the, the left to go toward the boat ramp, I decided I'd go to the other one right in midstream. Huh. And I did. And uh, the rest is history, man. It was a that was a, a fortunate turn. That that turned out to be the one. It did. That's awesome. Um, well, I guess we kind of skipped over this, but uh, I don't really know much about this lake. I guess, and I don't know that a lot of our listeners do either. Um, can you guys give me like kind of a breakdown of how that lake sets up and w what kind of stuff you're fishing there, like what kind of structure or cover you're fishing. Uh, yeah. The the most of that I know is that it. From avionics, it kind of looks like like it sets up more so like a highland reservoir mm -hmm. uh, with some big bluff walls and steeper banks. Uh, and it looks like you got some standing timber and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, I've never seen it in person or just seen pictures. So either of you can take the lead on that. You want to, Joe, or you want me to? You go ahead. Rocks and docks, man. <laughs> Rocks and docks. That's the deal. Yeah. And there is standing timber, and the, the timbers uh, plays it plays a huge role, especially in the summertime. 
you know yeah you don't necessarily see the timber it's just under the water it's a flooded flooded river you know yeah it's a long yeah. river teen uh channel and mm-hmm. then there's a you know creeks and bays and i typically when i fish though it took me a long time to learn this but when i fish those kind of steep lakes like that no matter where i go i, I find the flat the deepest flat water i can find and mm-hmm. work from there instead of just try to fish the steep stuff it seemed like uh you know a, a bigger flat no matter how deep it is it seemed always better for me you know on those kind like of lakes somewhere i guess like bait and stuff can kind of congregate in instead of just run yeah i guess and, i yeah I there's not as many stripers there for one thing <laughs> yeah. that's one thing man that lake's full of stripers man what kind of what kind of forage and stuff is on that lake? Is it typically like gizzard chad or thread yes, fin? Or, yeah, gizzard chad and thread fin and plenty of brim. Yep, plenty of blue brim. Awesome, and crappie and all that, all that good stuff too. Yes, sir. Yep, it's a very very live fishery, man. It's a clear water lake too. It's yeah, clear water. Yeah, that yeah. was my next question. What Super kind clear. of clarity? I mean, it's clear for Texas. I mean, you. You go down and you go to the south end, you're going to see 30 feet deep. Mm. You know, um, you go further up north and it's going to be a little dirtier, but yeah, it's that's still pretty clear. It looks like a lot of like some of the Tennessee River or lakes that we have out here where mm-hmm. they're just like super steep, uh, clear water yeah. reservoirs. Um, but this one's pretty, it's, it looks like a pretty narrow lake. Well, because it's river. But, yeah, it's like uh, a river system. Yeah, it is. It is, man. Uh, big boat. So when all, all those wake boats get going, man, it's like a <laughs> bathtub in there. Yeah, man. it just like keeps bouncing off of each other and everything. And that makes them bite good, too. Yep. Summertime. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I guess it oxygenates the water and stirs it up and keeps yeah, it. Nothing, yeah, nothing can be still, you know? Yeah. yeah. The bait's just getting washed around and <laughs> the bass can't, they can't stand it, man. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's it's, exactly it's a, how I caught my fish. Uh, yeah, because Isn't of the that wake boat pattern. Yeah, pretty much. Fishing <laughs> main all... lake, a main lake point, and every time those bass, those big party boats will come by, they're three foot rollers crashing up against mm. these big rock walls, and mm. there's timber down there that the bass are hiding in, and they'll push up the bait. And here come the bass. They'll come up and they'll blow up on it. Um, so if you can't catch them up on top when they're up on top feeding, they're going to go back down into that timber. So just catch them out of the timber. That's basically what I did. How did you, how did you end up figuring that out? Like, can you see them like on live scope or something or, um, uh, actually I didn't run any electronics. I didn't run any electronics on on my, on my kayak at all because I didn't have to. Yeah. Cause I, I already knew exactly what I was going to do. Um, That's awesome. So, so there was no yeah, we hear that a lot nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't really have to have it. Um, the two guys that I shared the, the spot with, um, they actually had it and they were, they were just, you know, talking, Oh, I can see him here. I can see him there. You know? And I'm just <laughs> like thinking in my head, like, be quiet. Like, don't, like, <laughs> don't see that. Don't see that. Like I'm hoping they wouldn't see this stuff, you know? But yeah. they did. They saw. They saw everything, and that's what kept them there, you know. Oh, and then the fact that I was catching some pretty big ones in front of them. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll say like, that again. So, yeah. uh, how, how did you approach like the 
your day one? Like when you went into day, let's start with day one. Okay. Um, so day one, um, get to the boat ramp. We're waiting to 6 a.m. To, to take off. Uh, yeah. First cast is at 6.30. And I knew it was going to be about a 25-minute. For me, it was going to be a 25-minute um, drive, right? Yeah. So there I go. I get there with five minutes to spare, and there's already someone on my spot. He wasn't exactly on my spot, but he was a little to the right. So, so I did he – you guys all launched at the same time, right? He actually launched from somewhere else. Oh, Okay. So he launched from another boat ramp that was a little closer to that spot. But I had a boat ramp that was literally two minutes from my my little cabin that I rented. Yeah. And he was staying at a, by another boat ramp, which was only five minutes from where he was at. Oh, but it was going to take me an hour to drive to that boat ramp because oh, Possum wow. Kingdom doesn't have any bridges. So you got to drive all yeah. the way around the lake. So yeah. I was like, man, I'd rather just go 25 minutes on the kayak instead of drive an hour in the, in the truck. <clears throat> so yeah. I get to the spot. There's a guy sitting on sitting on my area. I, you know, I pull up, I talk to him, I explain to him, you know, what's going on. Like, hey, this is kind of like, this is my little area, you know, where you're from. And he told me it was from Nebraska. And I was like, okay. I said, well, I'm a little, I'm a local here. So um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to let him know, like this was my spot, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, kind of this is kind of my juice right here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and I said, man, I said, if it's fine with you, um, if you don't mind sharing it, let's share it. And he said, yeah. He, so we were fine with that. So he stayed to the right, and I, I, I set up yeah. in my area. And um, I mean, it was three minutes in to to our tournament, and we both hooked up at the same time. He hooks up on like a three pounder. I hooked up on a five. And Dang. there was a guy literally a hundred yards to my left, which saw all this. So here he comes running in and on that, uh, bent rod pattern. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so he comes running in, he was like, Hey man, I, you know, I know it's going to sound a little sketchy, but, um, I found this spot too during practice. I can show you the wave points, you know? So if you, if you don't mind, I want to fish here too. And, um, I told him, I actually told him, I said, man, that's fine. You know, but yeah. you know, like, stay on that side. And the the other gentleman that was there, his name's Marty, Marty Hughes, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows. Yeah. Um, he kind of got like, no, you can't fish here. This is my spot. This is our spot. Back yeah. up a little bit, you know? And the other angler. The crowd, I guess. Yeah, he was <laughs> like kind of coming in really, really hot. And um, yeah. Marty told him, hey, man, you're pushing it back up a little bit, you know? And so that guy was like, all right, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up. So he backs up and he's kind of now he's on my left. So now I'm kind of like sandwiched and I'm stuck in the middle. So I can't cast to my left. I can't cast to my right. I can only cast. So it's like, whatever it is, what it is. I, I've got to measure this fish. So I measure that fish. This was all going on while I had the fish in my lap. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That quick. And, Dude, that's um, wild. Yeah. So then I, I measured my fish. It was like a 21. Something. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. And I'm like, okay, let him go. I cast back in there. I wind up catching another good one. And then huh. Marty and this guy, Nick, he's from Canada. He winds up catching their limit. They both caught their limit before I caught three fish. Wow. So they're tearing it up and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh man, these guys just are going to come rob me on my spot. But, <laughs> but they were catching like two, three pounders, you know, nothing major. Yeah. But then Nick hooks up on a giant, like an eight pounder, hooks up on this giant fish, he's fighting it. And I'm like, oh man, he's got a monster. And I see this fish come up and he's only 20 yards from me. This fish comes up, big old head shake out of the water. And I see his lure just fly out of his mouth. Oh no! And I'm like, I was happy, but then I was kind of mad at the same time because mm-hmm. he just lost a fish that I could have probably caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So then I'm like, man, I'm like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. So I throw back in there, and then ten minutes later, Marty hooks up on a giant, and Marty's freaking out. I mean, Marty's huffing and puffing. They're like, oh my god, he's fighting yeah. this fish. He's like, it's got to be a 25, 24 inch. You know, he's going crazy. Gets him stuck in the trees and breaks him off. Or he got off. I don't know if he broke him off or got off, but he lost them. He didn't. He didn't land the fish. So now I'm like 20 minutes in, and they just lost two giants on my. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh Dude, my. That, God. Like, I don't know. That would kind of spin me out a little bit. I feel like it, it did, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I just got to keep my head down because I know I can get some bites in here, and yeah. and I did. I wind up catching another five pounder. Wind up wow. catching a four, three. So then I, I, they had their limit. I didn't. It took me a little bit to get my limit because they were picking them off. But yeah. I wind up getting all the bigger fish because I was throwing a bigger bait and they were they were kind of finessing them. I got you. you. Know, so they were getting the smaller ones. So, so what kind of stuff were was everybody in that area like catching and uh, catching them on and like what what um, exactly were I, they targeting? I know Nick. Nick was that throwing was. a. <laughs> so Nick's from Canada. He was throwing yeah. a drop shot on six pound line. And oh, he, man. he broke off on a really good one and he, i said you might want to just put that up like yeah. <laughs> i'll bring that six pound line down here to texas <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think he wind up just not using that 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 one anymore and he, he still used a drop shot but he I think yeah he left his line um and i want to say marty was using like a nico rig most okay. of the time so they were kind of finessing them on spinning reels and stuff like that yeah. Um, and I was just throwing, you know, just a, a big Texas worm, a 10 inch nice. Texas worm, you know, Texas rig. So I was just dragging really, like really a slow. tail worm or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was actually a, a zoom. And I'll actually I'll, I'll give you some of my juice. It was a, it was called tilapia magic. I've heard a lot of people say stuff about that. That and color. That color right there was it was just the juice. And I only had one bag. Cause they're hard to find around here. So you find yeah. one, you better, you better grab them. Yeah. yeah. So I only had one bag and I pretty much went through that whole bag that day. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. So I, I think on day two, I only had three baits left. So then I've been uh, scrambling to. Some oh yeah. Stores My like tennis worm before, before 
the day was over, my 10 inch worms were six inch worms because I kept biting the ends off and <laughs> rehooking it. Every little scrap of worm you can get. Yeah. Taking all the little chunks at the end of the day and gluing them together. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how my day one went. And, um, yeah, I mean, I wind up catching my limit and then I actually <clears throat> I moved down 100 yards at one point in the day that I knew of another spot. And I, I told Marty and Nick, I was like, don't let no one in here. I'll be yeah. right back. I'm going to go check this one spot real quick. I yeah. go check this one spot. And sure enough, on my first cast, I catch a five pounder. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay. And then I tried that spot again and it, it was nothing. There was nothing else mm. there. And so you pretty three, much stayed in that one. Yeah. That's the only area. fish I caught. The only five pounder I caught over there that was on my board. Everything else came from that other spot. Hmm. So it was, so were these fish like suspended up in that timber? Um, or no, they were on the okay. bottom. They're glued the to the bottom. And when those every every 30 minutes in the morning from from like 6:30 to 9:30, yeah, every 20 to 30 minutes they'll come busting up. Hmm. I mean, busting up. They, I mean, I've never seen wow. six, seven, eight pounders busting like that. And it's it's something it'll freak you out. You know, I'm Marty like they're literally 20, 20 feet away from Marty. Marty's like freaking out, like, oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not trying to like throw something. Frantically casting at them. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, that's how it was. And you know, I'm I got my worm on the bottom on you know, 15, 20 feet deep. I got yeah. my worm dragging my worm, and then they start busting. I'm like, oh my god. So I gotta reel in all the way before I get another rot and another line in. So yeah. I'm freaking, I'm reeling in all the way, grab my, my crankbait rod or whatever, and I'm trying to th- bust them on top, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Because that's how fast it would happen. Those it would fish are so, so hard bad. to target, the ones that that end up doing that. Like, it's hard to get them to commit to anything after oh, that. Oh, yeah. But, I guess because they're chasing the real deal, and yep. like, they don't want to waste their time with whatever you got coming by them. Yeah. Um. On day one, the bite slowed down midday, and then – I, I had told Marty, I said, man, it's going to, it's going to come back. It's going to, they're going to, they're going to hit again. And around yeah. lunchtime between 11 and one o'clock is when we got some other big bites. I wound mm-hmm. up catching another five pounder and Marty actually caught like a seven pounder. It was like 23 and a quarter. Wow. So. Yeah. yeah I think uh, when I was looking at some of the stats and stuff I saw about it, there was like over a hundred fish that were 20 inches over like t- 100 100 fish that were over 20 inches. um, The crazy thing about it, I want to say 16 of them came from from our spot. Wow. uh, (laughs) Pretty solid. That's almost 20%. Yeah. Um, Between us three, Nick, Marty, and me. So it looks like you had 99 and a quarter inches on day one. So almost 100. That's and pretty, I didn't even, and I didn't get a big bite like they did. Yeah, mine were just solid fish. Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed in that because I wanted to break a hundred on day one because I knew yeah. I could. I mean, I did. You were dang close. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think so. There was three guys, one of them being Michael here, uh, three people that broke a hundred inches. It looks like on day one. Yeah, hundred and nine. And three quarter for Michael. Over That's here. unbelievable. That's a ridiculous uh, limit. Um, and you had 105 and a half, and then 103 and a half, and then you had 
fourth with 99 and a quarter. Um, but all the way down to like, what do we got? 80 inches has you in 67th hmm. place. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like almost, that's half halfway down the leaderboard with 80 inches. Like 80 inches is a pretty solid day, but yeah, anyway. not, not on this lake. <laughs> uh, so Michael, why don't you tell us a little bit about your day one? Uh, I okay. scrolled it a little bit, but yeah, all right. So, uh, I, uh, I, I went to that place on Friday, man, and I just graphed it from every angle in the world to find the, find the two little steeper spots, man. Yeah. And, uh, kind of picture so, like uh, a I threw, spot in the spot. Yeah, I did. I threw a one cast with a six XD and, uh, hooked a seven pounder Friday. Wow. So I loaded up, man, and uh, I couldn't yeah. wait to get there. It was uh, we had about an hour and fifteen minute drive around the lake from where we stayed, man. So we, it, it, I have a travel partner that uh, me and him stayed in the room together, and he was fishing the same, same general area, about a half or three quarter mile away, and uh, so we're the first two at the ramp, and I was thinking, man, maybe nobody found this, maybe you know, maybe we're gonna yeah. have it all to ourselves. Well, then they started piling in, and it was probably, yeah. I'd guess, ten guys, man. Wow. And uh, you know, I'm the first one, so I'm, I'm there. I'm going to get to where I want to go, you know. Yeah. And nobody ever got within a cast of me, the whole, the awesome. whole time, man. Totally different awesome, experience man. than what. It was awesome, yeah, it was dude. Good. And I, the first, uh, I don't think I caught one on my first cast. I think I threw a bad cast. Oh, I know I did. I threw. I got a big backlash on my first cast, the because uh, it had rained and my reels were wet, and it just it just blew yeah, up on me. Like man, so I'm there nervous, or... trying to pick it, <laughs> trying to pick it out, and uh, I get it, man. The next cast, I I catch. Uh, I think it was a 21 incher, man. And uh, it never stopped. It never stopped till I stopped at nine o'clock, man. It was every cast, two at a time, three times. It was just unreal, man. It was unreal. That's, that's that's a special spot there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, man, that's never happened to me in the tournament. I, you know, I look back in my life and uh, I fished a lot. I've, I've been blessed to fish a lot, and all my best, most memorable times it came came deep, deep cranking. You know, huh. just because it happened so fast. You know. Yeah. And that's the only reason. But and this so was what do you one think of those made times. that spot that special. Like, what do you think had all those fish there? It's a what big flat, man. It. It's a big flat, twenty foot flat, man. You okay. know, and it yeah. had a couple steep sides to it. Okay. And for whatever reason, and it was lined with trees, man. You know, lined mm -hmm. with trees out of like twenty, twenty to twenty five feet was just solid timber. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that morning I wasn't expecting that. That morning, you know, I was. Here's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to catch a couple first thing cranking and just drag the rest of the day. And get what I could. That's what I thought. You know, I was confident I'd have a good bag, but it. Uh, I mean, I put the crankbait up at nine o'clock, man, and uh, I didn't. I never turned on my electronics. I didn't want any. So I, I'm a believer yeah. that the, those big fish would take off, man. Yeah. I just this, I've the done ones it that are like conditioned to it. They, mm -hmm. They'll they'll kind of. Yeah, I'm a believer around. in that, man. Just from night fishing before, you know. Yeah. So, uh, 
man, I turned in a, I think when I put my limit in, I had a hundred and a hundred and six inches. Wow. And I said, well, I'm going to get off this spot. So I was uh, just dragging a worm around and, uh, one of my fish got denied. Oh no, I, I caught a 22 incher. So I, uh, I put it in right then, but it was a bogus picture and it got denied, man. So I went up to 109 oh, no. something, then back to 106. And I was, man, I didn't want to fish anymore, but I threw another cast with a plum worm up there to the right spot and caught another 22 incher at 1030, man. <laughs> when, and, when it's your time. I mean, just, what do you do? You could do that. It's just yeah. unreal, man. And I lost, uh, dude, there's a tree, you know, it was kind of a, I, it, it was a very specific angle to get between two trees and still be able to hit the steep spot, you know? Yeah. And I lost, uh, three fish that got me in the tree, man, that were huge. One of them was, the one I saw the best was a, a monster and stole my bait and everything, man. Dang. You know, and any other day that would have that would mess me up, man. You know, yeah. I mean, that's three, a trophy, a trophy fish, man. I've caught 10 pounders before, you know, and that's, this was in that caliber of fish, man. And, uh, but I couldn't even get upset. That's how good the fishing was. You know, it was yeah. just too, it was a, it was an embarrassment of riches. It's unreal. That, that I mean, that's a special moment and I'm sure you'll yeah, never man. forget that. That's, never. That's, that's an awesome Awesome and it didn't feeling. stop, man. It kept on going. I was dragging the trees real deep at the, uh, you know, just the fish. I can't just sit there and guard the spot all the time. Yeah. And I'd get a bite every now and then all over the whole thing, you know? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just, man. just stacked in there. Yeah, man. That's crazy that on, no one else found it either. Like, no one. It doesn't look like nothing, stuff. man. I found, I'll tell you how I found it. I, I mean, there's no credit given to me here, man. Yeah. Dude, I was running around looking for brim beds, throwing a buzz bait. I okay. thought, I, here's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to catch me a big one on the top water in the morning and then just go dragging these points and mm -hmm. seeing what I could get as the sun got up. That's typically how I fish yeah. uh, that lake, man. And, uh, dude, I'm trucking across there. It's 815. I'm trucking across this bay. Got my side scan on so I can see what's up. I'm yeah. trying to catch the last of the shade on the other bank, man. Yeah. Dude, and I looked down at my side scan about a hundred feet beside me is the biggest school of fish I've seen since I don't know how long, man. And huh. uh, it was, I, I didn't believe they were bass. I thought maybe I didn't think they were striper cause they were sucked down, man. They weren't everywhere, you know? So I thought yeah. maybe, maybe they're carp or something. So I went and turned around and came back and uh, sure enough, they were fish. And I just put a waypoint there and I said, well, I'm going to go. I wanted to see, I've never been to this part of the lake before and I wanted to see the entire thing. So yeah. I just said, I'll come back after the sun gets up and drag around and see. Well, dude, I make it. It's a long way around, man. I make it all the way around. I found me another spot like that. And then I found another spot that very similar. And uh, so I was just going to make me a little milk run, you know. Yeah. When I came around, dude, a boat beat me. There was three dudes in a tin boat with no shirt on. Just hooting and hollering, having a ball, man. And they were catching them every cast off that, that spot, man. Just wow. having a ball, dude. So <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get on it. And one of their buddies, they stayed right there, man. They got a house right there. He yeah. told me, go get in there with them. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So I went and tried this other spot that I grabbed. And uh, I caught a six-pounder and a couple little ones off it. Huh. Then finally, I just hanging around because I wanted to get on top of that spot and uh, graph it. Yeah. I really... I, so I did, man. They left, and I did, and uh, 
dude, I threw three casts and caught three great big fish and came home, man. And I got home and, uh, it was early, you know, I, I'm a daylight to dark guy. Yeah. And I got home and my wife said, what did it suck that bad or what? I told her, man, it's on, you won't believe me. Yeah. When I tell you. It's all unbelievable. And I kept thinking, you know, I, you always think something's going to go wrong. And cause I can't tell you how many tournaments I've spent dragging a worm out deep and a way in two fish in a kayak tournament. I mean, it, it doesn't always work out, man, for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, I often said fishing deep like that's a good way to weigh three fish in a kayak tournament, man. Because sometimes yeah. they just don't show up, and you can't check enough spots. It's not like when I had a boat. I can check 25 spots. Yeah, you can go you run to yeah, the next man. one, and, and maybe be at burned. one and not at the other kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. It's a timing yeah. thing, man, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I couldn't sleep that whole week, man. I just – I. I kept picturing that uh, that screenshot of my side image in my mind yeah. all week, man. <laughs> like this, I could uh, not blue sleep, stuff dude. That we and I went uh, back here. Yep. I decided I was going to uh, I was going to crank it, you know, till till they quit. Yeah, and dude, it was just when I did turn. I didn't turn my my electronics on to ten thirty that morning, but when I did, dude, it was like fleas on a dog all over the top of that thing. Just it was unbelievable, wow. man. As, as far as I could see, man. So we're, there, I guess we're from what I'm hearing or gathering, we're talking like basically late summertime, mid or early summer type of patterns going on. Early, early, early summer. summer. Early. Dude, yeah. in my opinion, in my part of the world, June's the best month to fish to catch a great big one and catch a lot of great big ones. Yeah. It sounds you know, like they, kind of like what you see at Chick or Gunnersville in June, where mm -hmm. all the fish start pulling off onto like a ledge. Yeah, uh, it's like they forgot, man. Schools. Yeah, they forgot that they that those things ain't real food out there, man, or something. I don't know. It's wild. Well, well, the thing is, the lake's low right now, so okay, a lot yeah. of these big boulders are sitting in like, and those bass are hanging on those on those ledges. Yeah. On those big boaters. So since the lake is so low, those boaters are typically in about six to eight foot of water. And now, or probably 10 foot of water, because now they're in three foot of water. So yeah, right. those bass are still there. So they're actually a lot shallower than you think. Hmm. So they, just, um, they stick up there. Yeah, they'll just hang up on that ledge and wait for bait fish to come out. Once they come out all over that rock, they'll come up and eat them. Huh. So, so is, is this a kind of a current driven? Uh, lake is there a current there or is it i don't i uh, really don't think exact. it's current i think it's it's mainly the boaters that make all the current out yeah. there but mm -hmm. i mean it's not like really like running like crazy i mean no it's not like they were pulling all. 100 cfs that tournament day man yeah 100 and, like 100, yeah 100 wow well that's, that's like that's a, enough. <laughs> <laughs> just I could enough turn my to keep water hose on outside it might be <laughs> yeah. just enough to keep the river from drying up below the dam man that's yep. uh, wow that's crazy so some you guys both had some awesome day ones i mean michael that's probably one of the biggest day ones we've seen this year uh other than i think maybe ewing had like 112 inches or something on in florida mm. uh that's pretty awesome um so going into day two, what were your all's thoughts like going into day two? Were you going to try to replicate that again or try to switch anything or how did that yeah. go? So on, on, on day one, at the end of the day, when me and Marty and Nick were talking, we were like, if we're going to, if 
if we're going to come back, we need to come back and we need to be here. First thing we need, we need to be the first ones here. Cause I already know people saw us cause we had people mm-hmm. literally cutting in front of us, uh, graphing our stuff there. I mean, they were getting as close as they could when they were passing by and I knew they were doing it on purpose. You know, they were yeah. trying to figure out what we were doing. Cause think about it, when you pass by and you see three guys literally just facing one, direction. In one spot. Yeah. It's obvious. So, um, and I mean, I'm telling you, I'm 30 yards from the bank and I have guys cut in front of me. I'm like, really? Like you, you couldn't go around me. Like yeah. it was that bad. Um, so we kind of protected our sucks to hear that that's happening now, but I mean, that's just, that's the game. Mm, There's money yeah. on the line, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so it goes, we, man. we, we made a, we made it like, we're like, we made a pack and we're like, okay, we're going to get here and we're going to protect this area. Yeah, you know, so I said, gatekeepers of this little region. Yeah, <laughs> so, and and I knew that they're 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 both were faster than mine. Yeah, so we made a deal to to all leave from the same boat boat ramp. So me and Nick decided to make that hour drive to Marty's boat ramp because it was only going to be a five minute pal to, yeah. to the to the spot. Gotcha. So we made that hour drive in the morning, and we all Uh-oh. left at the same time. Um, but. They still beat me because they're they're both professional than mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, what kind of what were they in like in Hobies or something like that? Yeah, or? and paddle drive, so they were able to like just muscle out there, mm-hmm. you know. And I was, you know, you know, with that, my trolling motor, is just like as fast as it can go. Um, yeah. I think that but, old town can get maybe like four and a half. Yeah, uh, like really pushing it. Yeah, and these guys were, you know, doing. Yeah, I can six. get. Like five, five and a yeah. half in my yeah, these guys were flying, they were leading the pack, and they got out there and they set up exactly the same way they did on day one. Yeah, and I pull up, I'm the last one to pull up, and I pull up right in the middle. Yeah. And, and then I a little little zone in the middle. Yep. And I, I told my wife the night before, I said, the only way I'm gonna have a chance is if I get in front of these guys and start catching them first, not like yeah. they did me on day one. I gotta start catching them first. Yeah, catch the good ones. And that's exactly what happened. It, I mean, I, boom, just like that. I started five pounder, five pounder, six pounder. So I started bringing them in on day two, yeah, right off the bat. And I was like, it's happening. And I was like, it. I couldn't even. I didn't have time to submit any fish. So I had five, six fish. I, I mean, I had plenty of fish already before I even submitted my first one. Yeah, and then. Marty wasn't post. I mean, uh, not Marty. Michael wasn't posting anything, so I was like, "What's going on? Like, there's no way he's not catching them." Yeah. And I'm in first place, so Bass figured out that I was in first place. They knew exactly where I was at, so they come in their boat with their photographers, and they're they pull up and they're like, "Who's Joe Camarino?" And I'm like, "I'm right here." And Marty and them's like, "This guy right here put on a clinic," and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, well, we need you to." We need you to catch a fish so we can get you on camera. Oh, pressure's on. No, no pressure. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what? And it happened perfectly because I threw in and I wow. said, all right. So they positioned themselves. I threw in and wasn't even five minutes in. And I said, there is. And I slammed them. <laughs> and I, I, I think it was only a four pounder, but it was awesome. To, you know, I mean, so a four pounder, what's that? Like a tw- 19, 20 inch fish still? I, actually, it was, I think it was like a 20 and a half. <laughs> So, that's a solid yeah. fish yeah, yeah he was a solid fish so. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's a good I, fish like camera fish like you yeah tell it was it was a great fish. fish um he actually got rid of like a three and a half pounder that i had like an 18 and a half something yeah. like that 
So um, it was actually like a relief for me. And you can see in one of my pictures where I'm like, <laughs> like it was like, okay, I did it. I, I got my good one. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm good. And now. you got your, your moment of fame there on, on yeah. the camera boat and all that. That's awesome. After that, um, we wind up catching more fish and more fish. And then I lost Burn it down. I lost, I wind up hooking up on like a nine pounder. And I'm, when I say nine pounder, that it was a true nine pounder. Yeah. He jumps up, big head shake. He's 20 yards from me. I fight him all the way to the boat. He goes underneath the boat and I tried to push my button in time and I couldn't. And he broke me. Mm. Oh, dang. So then I retie, I throw back in there. I land a three pounder. Didn't help me. Marty's right there. And I'm like, Marty had just went around the corner and didn't see any of that happen. Marty's coming around when he hears me fish catching the other fish. And I said, dude, you won't believe what happened. I just lost a giant. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, man, I just lost a giant. And, um, not even 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, I hook up on a seven pounder. So it was like, yeah. okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll get you right back on track. Yeah. So it was just one of those days, man, where like I I was in my zone and there was yeah. nothing that I had to do. Like I didn't have to go searching. I didn't even fish my other spot. I, I literally stayed in one spot for two days where wow. it was so good. I mean, if you think about it, you put Marty's numbers. Marty's and my numbers came off the exact same spot. Yeah, and you put our numbers at. together. That's three hundred and ninety-eight inches in one mm. spot in two that's, days. That's like it would have been cool. We would have hit two hundred each. Like if he would have, you know, he yeah. broke. You know, if he had one ninety-eight, I think he had one ninety-six, and I had two hundred two. Yeah, he needed four inches. Yeah, but even if he had uh, two more inches, we would have hit 400 inches total, just me and him, on one spot. That's kind of how that – it was just – That's like one of the definitions of stacked. Yeah, stacked. Uh, That's why I'm saying, like, if I had that spot to myself, I'll be sitting where Michael's sitting, and he'd be sitting (laughs) where I'm sitting. (laughs) Well, I don't know, because Mike, he caught some big fish. I mean, he he put on his own clinic. Yeah, he did. Uh, it would have been it would have been more of like um, you know, back and a forth, little closer, and yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely. So did did you have to I know you said you were running out of those those worms. Did you have to change your bait? I did or change because I I ran out and I wind up putting on um I'll go ahead and say it too, because I'm you know Yeah. You could lead a horse to water, but you know, he's not gonna drink if you know if he That's how it. I feel about it too. So, it's like yeah, I mean, there are some so, really good anglers out there though that will be able. Yeah, to make I, it I put on motor oil with with uh, red flake in it. Okay, a ten inch. It was um, a power bait. Yeah, that's the only ones I had in my bag, and they that, worked. They worked. I mean, <laughs> and they worked. The job done. <laughs> they worked. So they actually got me some good bites. And, and I'll tell you this: when my when my worm bite slowed down, I did throw a jig, and I wind up catching a couple on a jig. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Um, okay. So you're mostly out here doing a lot of dragon? Or yeah, that's it. That's all I was doing was dragon. I was just going yeah. for those big bites. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool that it worked out for you two days in a row. I mean, you had... 102 and three quarter inches on day two, which is that's a good uh, day. Yeah, that's a solid. Uh, what does it say? 25 pound bag on yeah. Tourney X. I mean, that's an estimate, but estimate it, it was more yeah. like 27. That's like that's a awesome. 27 pound day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this, this event being a kayak event is drawing a lot of attention from like bass boat events and bass fishermen in general just like how insane some of these limits and stuff are uh, and respectable they are even for kayaks michael was more in the 30 pound range than yeah i think on his on his day one it says 31.2 pounds for if if this this was a four-day event michael would have broke the century mark on pounds which is unbelievable i guarantee he would have yeah, I mean, me or anybody else, man. It's it wasn't me, man. Believe me. Oh, yeah. hey, it's it's, it's, it's just it's not the bow, man. It's not the bow. It's the Indian. So I mean, yeah. The thing I mean, is, and, I mean, and you, you and did it's everything an extremely right. good fishery. It sounds like, yeah. like there's just, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's the double-edged sword about putting the limelight on it, man. You know, yeah. It's, uh, you know, just the the traffic, man. The, the traffic. It gets plenty of pressure right now, but yeah, it. You know, I've seen lakes burn out. I grew up fishing Lake Fork, man. Mm. And uh, it used to be unbelievable. Where a day like I had the other day was pretty commonplace. Average. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you see that a lot, and a lot of people talk about that around here too, with like chick and. Oh yeah, that's another one. Exactly. Uh, I mean. Sometimes they seem like they're fishing on fire, but a lot of times it seems like they're mm-hmm. they've kind of taken their lumps the last couple of years with yes, sir. the amount of traffic that they're getting. Uh, and Kentucky Lake is another one that a lot of people bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I think the carp got Kentucky Lake, man. Yeah, that that too. Yeah, uh, kind of a bad mixture of everything. But um, yeah, once my once you go ahead and talk about your day too, you had. You also had an awesome day too, but so did you yeah, go into it. it with the same game plan as day one? I mean, mm-hmm. Exactly. Only thing yeah. I changed was my line. And <laughs> I got there, uh, yeah, nobody messed with me. Uh, I, we had a little, there wasn't only three or four of us put in there. I guess everybody else didn't do good. Yes. And my my buddy, Matt Flett, he did good, man. He had a good day. Fishing Did you have anybody down. notice like that you were the one leading it at the ramp and say anything? Yeah, to one you guy it? did, man. A guy named yeah. Ian, and uh, he didn't, he didn't try to encroach on me or nothing, man. You know, That's good. we had a talk with him. Both of us did right there, and everything was kosher, you know. Yeah. Did, did, when so, you talked to him, did you have your knife out? <laughs> no, dude. This is the first time, and I, I know what four or five years I didn't have to beat anybody off of me, man. It, it was, I can't say enough good things about the sportsmanship that went on. You know, nobody yeah. got close. The only ones that parked beside me were the dudes that lived on the point, man. You know, 
Yeah. They lived there and they just parked right beside me and caught 10, threw them in a live well and went and ate them. They're like, yeah, these are my, these are my pet fish. <laughs> yeah, <little. laughs> you know, and I, you know, I uh, kept them off of the, the better spot, you know, yeah. I acted like I got hung up and went over there right beside them. So they couldn't, you know, keep myself between yeah. them and the spot. But, you know, the, the, I was, uh, you know, they called me the, the, that guy Alex from Bassmaster called me and asked me how I, you know, asked all the questions, did an interview, asked me how I thought it was going to be tomorrow. I said, well, man, I'll get five, you know, I'll get five big ones. Yeah. I, I don't see how a million fish can just take off. Yeah. Well, dude, I go out there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the camera boat comes and uh, they got to watch me catch a Gasper Goo and that's all I caught. At 1030, uh -huh. I had uh, two sand bass, two Gasper Goos and a channel cat. That's all I've caught. Dang. And I, yeah, man, I haven't go? even had a, I don't, <laughs> well, I guess they went a half a mile down. So, man, I start, I went and checked this other spot. And it's the same thing. I could see them milling around in the top of the trees, but I, they weren't up on top of eating, you know, and I didn't see much gizzard shad. So, uh, I just said, well, I'm just going to go down the bank and get a limit, man. And I'm trucking down through there and, uh, I snuck behind my buddy. It turns out he already had like 97 inches Dang. and, uh, he let me go behind him, man. He's, you know, yeah. he allowed me. He didn't, he didn't have to do that, man. He allowed me to go behind him, and uh, it was ever cast back there, man. And I, I, from ten thirty to eleven thirty, I think I caught eighteen that I took pictures of. And they were, uh, you know, incrementally bigger, you know. Yeah. And so I, I put my limit in, and that's I don't remember what I had, but uh, I know I think I was in the lead at that point by a little bit. Dude, then I went back. I just said, all right, I can take a breath now, man. And I went and sat back out there. And uh, it was every cast from then till time to go, man. They were wow. there. Every cast. I got tired of cranking. My hand was aching. So <laughs> I just started dragging a Carolina rig. And I swear, if I could throw the right cast, it was a, it was a fish every time, man. Huh. It's unreal. So when and you're I look throwing at, the, 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 when you're cranking down through there, are you like speed cranking? or do you? Yeah, as fast like, as I can reel it, man. Yeah. What it was, I was throwing up on top. It's like ten feet. I'm throwing it up on top, and I want to. I wanted to bring it. The rest of it kind of tapers out to twenty feet, but there's two steep spots. Like I don't know if it was a the drain washed up against the bank or what. I don't, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to hit that spot, man. And when it popped off, you know, you're grinding, 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 grinding. Then it popped off. Mm. If I could get it down deep enough, one would snatch it just about every time, man. Wow. Just about every time. So you're kind of grinding it through that 10 foot zone. And then just as soon as it pops off of there, just like going down, mm -hmm. diving it as fast as you can get it down. You feel like you, you ran into a kind of like Go ahead. Pauses or real twitches or any kind of anything well, like that into it. Yeah, or? Man, it was wild. Cause, uh, every now and then, man, you'd, uh, it's something would knock the water off of it. You know, if it like it lost traction and then I yeah. would just jerk it a couple of times and one would smash it, man. Wow. Like it was going to get away from them. Usually you're just reeling down through. The whole thing was to get deep enough. When I popped yeah. off that ledge, the whole thing was to get deep enough without getting hung in the tree, man. Yeah. And uh, so I dropped I drop my rod in the water sometimes, man. And that's a lot of work. I, yeah. So I got further back to where I got a longer cast. You know, I can get it. I tried yeah. everything. But, man, you're just reeling through you like there. Long line or anything like that? Um, oh, I didn't have to do that. It wasn't that deep, man. I you know, I'm you. sitting in 21, 20 foot of water. 
Yeah. You know, and I can get that bait down to 18 usually with 12 pound yeah. line. Man, and, uh, but you're just, man, dude, they're up there feeding, man. You want them yeah. just to see something burn by, you know? Yeah, not, and not give, like give them a chance to look at no, it. No, there's, there's competition going on, you know? They were, yeah. you, you always hear yeah. about them dudes talking about getting the school fired up. They were fired up, man. Yeah. And, uh, so you, I'm reeling through there and I feel like I ran into a cinder block, man. Hmm. Just get real heavy and they'll, uh, she found out she was hooked and she shoots straight to the top and try to throw the bait, you know, Wow! every time, just 20 foot boomerang shot right yeah. to the top, man. And half of them throw like the bait, you know, out of the water. Yeah, man. And those big ones, they can't get all the way out, man. Yeah. They just waller. Just. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It was well, fun. Man, you, fun had a, time, you had man. an awesome day, day two. So you had a hundred and a half inches at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, that was enough to put you, I mean, well in the lead, to eight eight inches, eight and a quarter inches uh, over second place Joe with 202 inches, the 210 and a quarter and 202. That's crazy that two anglers broke two, 200 inches in an event. It is. I'd be kind of mad if I broke 200 inches and still got second. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know, man. You know what? I was and here, The God honest truth, I was extremely happy of what I did. Um, yeah. I, all I wanted to do was place in the top five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Myself going into me. this deal. That was my goal was the top five. Um, me too. I didn't really. think about winning the tournament. And then when he pulled off on day one, I was like, I got to do good to at least get in the top five. So yeah. that was my goal. Um, so, That's, and then he, he kind of, he kind of fooled me in the morning when he wasn't catching no fish and wasn't posting anything. I was thinking like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, man, maybe he's just holding off, you know, trying yeah. to just Same you know, like the last minute like just hit everything and then boom, yeah. he beats everybody. But he was actually not catching fish in the morning, which was surprising. No, me. I wasn't, man. Yeah. Well, I guess they were down. I don't know. They were, there wasn't any shed. And it, at the back of this big drain, it just, it's kind of a little bit steep. It goes back there. It was full of fish when I made my way back there, man. So I guess that was the same school. I don't know, man. Yeah. And, and I, got a, I got a question for you. Did, did you have any, like, blow-ups in the morning? Did they blow up on anything? Not one time, man. Not one time. So uh, just, say, uh, I saw some stripers come up and get something off the top a couple times, but they're, they're not once, man. I never saw wow. them. See, and did you have any boat traffic going through there? Man, I didn't have nearly enough. We had a me, lot. Man. I mean, it yeah, was no, I didn't. I mean, I had, dude, the, the second day, man, when I went out there, there was a couple skiers and wake boats making their circle in there, and that yeah. helped it, man. Yeah. That helped it tremendously. It, huh. it makes them get out of the tree, man. Exactly. Everything, yep. you know. Like sloshing That around. morning, there wasn't nothing, man. There wasn't nothing uh, the first morning either, but I just think it was an anomaly, man, just how much fish were there. It was, wow. you know, it was just crazy. There, there was several times where I had, it, I mean, literally yachts going by. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to turn my kayak because if yeah. I get hit with this five-foot wave, it's going to knock me over. Yeah, so yeah, man. I'm watching this wave coming and I'm seeing it roll over and it literally rolling over with white caps. I'm like, wow. okay, I'm going to have to face this one. So I would turn my kayak to face the wave so I hit it face forward and yeah. water would go right over the front of my yak. 
So yeah. it was those are the only times that I really had to turn. But other than that, I, I pretty much stayed put where I was at because those three foot, four foot rollers were fine. I can just roll right over them. But those five, six foot rollers with those big yachts going through, yeah, nah, you got to turn. Marty would go hide behind a wall. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would see this big wave coming and he would take off. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you something stupid I did this weekend. Uh, we, I was on Pickwick and the boat traffic got insane about noon. And uh, I wasn't paying attention. I was texting somebody or texting and driving. Uh, I had my motor on full throttle. And a giant wake from a wake boat was coming right at me, and I wasn't paying attention. I went up and over and, like, nosed into a wave, and the mm. motor pushed me further into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy was with me, and he said I had water up over the rails on my uh, on my Hobie. Like, oh, man. Almost almost sunk that thing, but it, scary, it popped right man. back up out of there, and it all, like, drained off of there eventually. And I was like, <laughs> good times, God, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's, uh I mean, that's how it was over I'm there glad you guys survived the boat traffic uh i would i would have been trying to wave somebody down like hey come come do some circles over over here man i was wanting it bad i was wanting it. yeah i even told the camera guys man i gotta have something stir this up man you know <laughs> wind or something's gotta stir mm-hmm. this up or i'm gonna sit here and die on the vine man yeah i, I mean i go back to that uh can't remember where that was but it was an, an event ot defoe won on the mlf it was in Athens. texas yeah yeah and he had yeah. those guys driving Mind through there and he's like go do a couple more laps through there and, yep stir them up um that's that's the only place i hear about that happening because most most people out here are like no we don't want this wake traffic out here we want the current because everything gets complacent, man. You know, yeah. it's hot, and they're you know they the shed are here and the bass are here, and everybody copacetic. But the minute something, you know, stirs those shed up, the bass they can't help themselves, man. Yeah, you know? it's I mean, just ingrained me into them. It's not like that all the time. So yeah. there's there's plenty of times where we hate the boats going through there because <laughs> yeah. the fish aren't biting, and we're yeah. getting beat up by waves. But then yeah. when the fish are biting because of the boats, we're like, okay, okay, Someone yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll like we'll give you this one time go ahead yeah, yeah. man that's awesome yep. earlier uh, in the year i don't like the boats because it stirs up the shallow water you know yeah. i like to go top water fishing and yeah all that and especially on that lake man it, it muddies us up real bad on the on the you know what i do hear, I do hear about like people in this region at least that like whenever that starts happening that smallmouth well, I, mean, I guess you don't have a lot of smallmouth, but smallmouth will get up in that mud uh, on that, that in that bank and where all the stuff stirred up. And like, that's where they'll start feeding at in the middle of the day. Oh, wow. um, but, I think the guy that finished in fourth place uh, in this tournament, he was catching them on the glide like that in the mud line. I've never done very well at all. Yeah. I mean, it's a he, tricky he said he was. to figure out and it's very dependent on boat traffic too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't get a whole lot of opportunities to, to try to chase that, but, um, man, it's, this sound, this was a crazy event. Uh, I mean, on day two, you had four anglers with over a hundred inches and (laughs) what are the 80 inches heavy on day two, uh, 45th place. (laughs) It's like, uh, some giant crazy, man. So this is probably going to set the standard for what a slugfest should be. 
considered. Rightfully so, man. You know, I yeah. fish uh, every tournament I can. And my goal on an average time when I hit the boat ramp is 85 inches in the tournament. Yeah. I figure if I can get me an 85 inches, I can breathe and see what I got to do to catch a big fish. Yeah. So I was mind blown, you know, what happened yeah. that first day, man. I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. It's, that's all ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, 85 inch average on this one would have had you with 170 inches in 30th place. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, Lord willing, I'm going to fish a tournament on Belton this coming Saturday, and I will take 85. Yeah, you'd be uh, praying yeah. for I'll 85. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take yeah. it, man. Yeah, that's that's wild. The tail of two lakes for sure. The, um, the crazy, the crazy thing is on Monday on Memorial Day, instead of going to practice, I didn't, I, I didn't want to because I knew yeah. the lake was going to be full of boaters. It so was, me and a couple of my buddies, we went to the Brad's River on the bottom of the dam. We oh, went down there, and yeah. uh, we just floated through, you know, just went down the river. And I, I want to say I almost broke 100 inches on the river. I caught, like, wow. I caught, I was catching five pounders, like, nonstop. Like, what's going on? Like, I was literally <laughs> catching, like, if you check my Facebook out, you'll see the five pounders that I was catching. It was just, like. Wow, like I just literally just caught like 98 inches on the river. What, what do you guys think makes that place like such a healthy reservoir? Like what? It, there are there's three reservoirs on that river and the yeah. river in between, and it's all dynamite, man. Mm. It's just absolutely all of Lake Whitney. You can go do the same thing, man, right now. Yeah, if you found the right spot, you know. It's just wow. So possibly well, the Brazos goes all the way to Whitney, and then from Whitney it goes all the way to Austin. I mean, okay. it, it, it travels pretty far and it's all the same body of water. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, there's double digits in the river, which is insane. Yeah. You I've heard, I've heard of river. that before and it's kind of crazy to think about fishing a river and catching double digits. Knee yeah. deep water, man. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You can see them, man. And it's cool yeah, too. because there's, there's small mouth in there too. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Uh, I've, I've heard yeah. of that. I mean, there's not very many places in Texas you can catch smallmouth. Other exactly, there. you can catch uh, everything in the Brazos. You can catch spotted bass, Guadalupe bass, smallmouth, largemouth. It's and stripers on that river, yeah. which I usually do that a two day, um, like an overnight day, float. Yeah, an overnight yeah. float where we camp Friday night, we camp Saturday night, and we get out on Sunday around two o'clock. Um, awesome. And usually the second day is the best day. And yeah. when I went and did that one day and I turned around and went back, I mean, I had an awesome one day. So it was like, imagine if I would have went down another day, yeah. I, I would have tore them up, you know, because yeah. most people that do those, the the river, they don't fish. They just float it and they just go by, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you know, it's like, a, like, uh, recreational. I like my, yeah, I just like to take my time and I fish. And I mean, uh, last September, I caught a, I caught an eight pounder last September floating the river. So it was, it's amazing. And I need to make my way out there sometime. You guys are killing me here. And you, you, I don't know what makes you, it you so contact good. me and I, we'll go, we'll, we'll do the river. I know Marty wants to come down and do the river with the sun. So we're going to yeah. make plans to do that. Um, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm looking and in, get into getting a new river boat. Well, I mean, I got my pro angler, but it's kind of a, that's kind of a hoss to get. Yeah. We average about 30 fish a day when we go out there. Wow. Which is fun. Yeah. That. Per person or per yeah, per like person? That? Yeah, per person. <laughs> yeah, that's that's solid trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Well, uh, we're kind of getting towards the end of our show here. Um, you guys got any sponsors or any loved ones or anybody that helped make this happen for you uh, that you want to thank? Oh, I, I don't have any sponsors. I'm new to this game. Um, but, you know, I would like to thank, you know, O-Town, you know, for having an awesome boat. Um, yeah. Spotlock, you know. The, and a lot the of money won out of that boat. Like, yeah. Specifically that, this year, too. That was, I think, a game changer. On, on the, if it wasn't for that, I, I probably wouldn't have done what I'd done. Yeah. You know, um, that, that honestly, that's that's really the only thing that I think helped me yeah. do what I did. Um, besides my wife dealing with me and putting up with what I do, yeah. um, I got a, I got, I'm in a bass club, so I, I like fish monthly tournaments. So yeah. um, I missed my meeting tonight to do this and. Uh, so I'll have a tournament this Sunday, and I actually I don't know what lake we're gonna go to. I'm hoping it's PK, and we can, <laughs> can repeat it all over again. But uh, well, I, I appreciate you you putting that off to come on here. Yeah, those this, those uh, guys are not gonna want to vote PK if they know that I'm whacking 27 pounds out there. So yeah, they're probably not listening to this. PK they're like, yeah, no, we're not we're not gonna <laughs> deal with that. Yeah, yeah. So, huh? but, um, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Michael, how about you? I just like to thank Jesus and yeah. the Father God, because uh, at the end of the day, this is just fishing, man. You know, yeah. that's the way I look yes, at it. Sir. I'm fortunate to be able to do it. To live in a time where we have the means and, the, you know, we're not at war. We've got the means. I can go by a boat. I worry about what graph I have. I don't take any of that for granted, man. Yeah. I, I give credit where it's due. And that's, my that's wife and my brother. Grounded. Yeah, man, I do. I don't, that's just... I wasn't always like that, but but now I've uh, I've learned, man. I've learned the truth, and I'm yeah. grateful for that. You know, I know where I'm going when the when the deal here ends, and I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, my wife and my brother they allow me to. We got a air conditioning business, and it's hectic this time of year. Yeah. And they, uh, man, my brother, he he fights it for me to get me time all the time, man, and uh. I'm, I couldn't be more thankful to him and my wife. She she never gives me a hard time, you know, going three or four days here, a day here, a week here. She never gives me a hard time. That's not, it's not like that with everybody. And I, I realize that, you know, so yeah. I thank both of them. Can you have my wife talk to your wife? Because <laughs> yeah, <they're> like, <laughs> give me some tips here. How, if how, y'all got time, I can mine. tell you one story <laughs> yeah. though. One time, I think it was in, uh, when I first got in a kayak, I, Man, I was fortunate enough to win a tournament of champions on Lake Fort. I've been gone yeah. all week, right? I get home, and those guys want to go to Lake OHIV. I stay one night, and I take off to OHIV. And when I got back, it was not cool, man. You know, I was <laughs> gone for like two weeks straight. It wasn't cool then, man. She I set can me only straight. imagine. <laughs> she set me straight, man. Oh, I'm, so I'm Ever I'm, since I'm, then, I know I, there's a balance, you know. We, got, we have responsibilities, and... We take care of them, and our loved ones are fortunate to let us do what, what we like, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, having that support staff is really uh, a good thing to have yeah, in sure. your life. Um, well, good, guys. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's It's been awesome talking with you. I mean, this was a crazy yeah. event to cover. Uh, it's something special. Hopefully, I mean, uh, hopefully I'm back. Be. You know, hopefully I get to get <laughs> Fish a couple, you know, fish the championship. Hopefully, I do pretty good in there. And yeah. What What do you guys got next coming for you, you guys? Uh, you said you're running the, the bass club, but uh, 
You got any other big kayak tournaments or anything coming up? Well, there's one in Belton on Saturday that I think it's a double dipper. Oh, wow. Okay. To be honest, oh, yeah, it's like the, the Jackson Kayak Series. It's that okay. one. And uh, I can't remember, though, whoever. I don't know. I better get signed up. But that's what I plan <laughs> on doing, man. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, well, you keep it rolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I want to. I want to get in the game. I want to, you know, get on this trail and start doing, you know, the Bassmaster and start traveling a little bit. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's work always in the way. So yeah. I mean, it, it is a big commitment. And and like I said, I don't have any sponsors. So if everything everything's going to come out of my pocket, so it's yeah. like it you got a full time job. My wife's a teacher. It's like man, like it's hard to it's hard to make that. You have to make a little bit of sacrifice <clears throat> somewhere to be able to. Yeah. Yes, go sir. off on that whole trail but I, i'm definitely going to be around so um uh yeah. i think this is i i got the bug now for the for the kayak trail <laughs> I, I bet you know so it's <laughs> kind of like man, i, I like kind of want to prove a point i don't want to be like a one-hit wonder you know so yeah you know i want to you know want to show everybody that i actually can fish so hey I joe mean, we got the dfw kayak fishing man we got one coming up jump in there with us I definitely, I, you know, I'll look into it, and I definitely, I probably will. I mean, if it's North around Texas, here. no, it's North Texas Kayak Championships. Just look okay. at it on Facebook, man. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, it's a good size. Uh, it's a good size. All the thing. all the 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 Texas clubs. I hear good things about the the. Kayak yeah, Duke runs it, man. There. It's a good show, man. Duke and yeah. Tracy, they run it. They have for many years, and it's a lot of us that fish it, man. It's good times. Good times, man. And they got some big turnouts in a lot of those events. Yeah, we, we do cover. sometimes. It seems like almost every week we've got one that we've talked about or mentioned that's like a hundred so anglers and yeah. giant limits yes. and stuff. And, I, and I'll say this right now, like meeting everyone there and like everyone like didn't they didn't look at me like, oh, he's just a local that you know caught, you know, he knew where to go, blah blah. You know, yeah, it wasn't like that. They were they actually were like, Man, good job. Like you actually tore him up, you know, you did, you know, awesome. So, that's I mean, something I think really you gotta you gotta it. remember too. At the end of the day, it's like a lot of these people you're competing against are some of the literally the best anglers in the country. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. like going down that list, like there's some freaking hammers in that. Uh, so you didn't just beat the, all the Joe Schmoes, I guess that you like. They, these are like the top of the line. But I mean, fishing in Texas, you're always fishing against those people anyway. (laughs) You know, leaving the boat ramp, I felt like I was just the average Joe because everyone smoked me. (laughs) That was like the last one back. I actually have a picture. I get smoked too, man. (laughs) I've never won a race, man. In a a Titan, you're not going to beat a whole lot of people I've never won a race, dude. Um, I just say a couple prayers that my spot is there. Yeah, that's how I was. I was like, oh, I hope no one's there. But yeah. it worked out. That's awesome. It sure well, did, man. I, I'm sure we'll see we're still we'll see more of you, man. Uh this is just the start. Uh especially if you're just getting started and already putting up this kind of stuff. Uh I mean, the other thing is you did this two days in a row. Like if it was a one day event, you may be more mm-hmm. uh but two agree, days in man. a row to do that is pretty is pretty special. I appreciate uh, that. Awesome. Congratulations to both of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Well, it was good having you guys on. Um, I've got some other uh, events that happened over the weekend. I'm going to go over here. Um, you, you can stay on if you want. Um, I can put you in the background if you just want to hang out. Or uh, I'm going to go through a few of these. Let me 
only skip this page. But... Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Yeah, it looks like we had a lot of other events that went on over the weekend. Um, I fished one or two. Uh, nothing. I mean, a lot of stuff that did have some pretty big limits, but nothing like what Possum Kingdom was put. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I'm curious, like, because I'm new to this game, so yeah. I, you know, me fishing, like, I fished in a couple like little tournaments on the river here in Fort Worth, the yeah. Trinity River, and mm-hmm. I can put up 90, 95 inches, no problem. There's yeah. the river. So I was thinking that was pretty average. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say or region uh, around the country. Maybe for Texas, yeah. But yeah, I, that wins. <laughs> Ninety-five wins every tournament, man, except this last one. Yeah. Uh, so I know I, uh, a couple years ago I fished in a backwoods tournament and I I wound up getting third. I caught like ninety-three inches out of my buddy's yak. I literally the yeah. night before the tournament I said, "Hey, let me borrow your kayak real quick." It was. Man, I think it was a pelican and like, <laughs> it was literally a pelican. And I said, let me borrow your kayak. I'm going to fish in this kayak tournament real quick. Cause I know I can catch, you know, 90 something yeah. inches. So I went out there, I caught 93 inches. I got third place. I cashed a check. And I was like, this is pretty easy. Like I can do it. <laughs> like, and then my buddy said, Hey man, why don't you come fish with this? And I'm like, okay. So I fished three tournaments with them. And I, I want to say I got second twice and third once. Wow. So, and I would have won one of them, but I had one. I had a, I had a twenty-one incher flip out, and I didn't get to take the picture. And I had to call him with the with the eighteen-inch fish. Dang. And I, I lost by like a half an inch or something like that. Sounds like you need to fish more tournaments, man. Yeah, so, I think you need to get into some of these uh, clubs around you. Um, I, I mean, de- I I'm definitely going to. I'm gonna talk to my buddy because my buddy just bought a new yak too, and he he he's definitely you know wanting to get into it. Um, yeah. So. Uh, and I, I think you'll meet a lot of good guys in those events. I mean, there's that that community is pretty close knit, tight knit, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of good people in that. I think it's it fun, was, man. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, it was a blast this weekend. I'll tell you that. I think there's a couple on here that also happened in Texas. If that's there's well, most of these are going to be Midwest stuff, um, but I think there was Oklahoma on here. Yeah, there's something else. Yeah, the sport sporting challenge in Yontes, Texas. That's over by Lake Fork, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll start going through these. So we had uh, there's a lot. So I'll start um, the 2023 Grassroots Bass Yak and Brush Creek Reservoir Number Four, Butlerville, Indiana. Um, this is a multi-day, single-day tournament. So you could. There's five days, and you can mm-hmm. pick one day to fish it. Um, 32 anglers, five fish limit. Uh, first place was Jason Merritt with 81 and a quarter inches. Uh, second place is James Miller with 75 and a half inches. And third place was Scott Rowe with 70 and a half inches. So quite a little bit different than what you guys had. <laughs> it's all relative, uh, man. It's all yeah. relative. This uh, is not always great. That's the thing. Like, yeah. there's plenty of times where we go out there and we don't catch. You know, we don't catch five. So, I mean, fishing's fishing. You know, it is what it is. 
Yeah. Uh, then we had the Mid Atlantic Kayak Bass Fishing 2023 Rappahannock River, Port Royal, Virginia. Uh, this is 28 anglers, five fish limit. We had first place was Sterling uh, Trey Leach with 89 and a half inches. Pretty solid day. Uh, second place was Dennis Campbell with 83 inches. And third place was Justin Largan with 81 and three quarter inches. Uh, that's pretty good for those for, are solid uh, days. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't realize like what 89 inches is, what's 90 inches. They don't realize yeah. the weight, what that is. You know, you're like 89 cool. inches is like a 16, 17 pound bag. 17 pound. Range. You do yeah. that yeah. in any tournament, you should be there. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's a good that's, day. That's, killing it in a lot in a lot of these regions too so uh, the next one we had is the kayak anglers it's a long one kayak anglers western pennsylvania kayak anglers northeast ohio battle at the border pimatining reservoir in lensville pennsylvania uh dang there's 109 anglers in this event um, five fish limit uh first place was scott hopkinson with 88 inches uh, second place was John Klein with 84 inches. Third, Chad Foster with 83 inches. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good days. I mean, that's a lot of anglers too. That's a big event. That was almost as many as uh, Possum Kingdom had. Uh, I think there was another it's one. Got very on popular, man. Very popular yeah. sport now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people getting into it. Um, let's see what we have. What else do we have here? 2023 Indian Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Series, Russell Point, Ohio, 44 anglers, five fish limit. Um, first place, Jim Thacker with 82 and three quarter inches. Second place, Sean Skidmore with 82 and a half. Uh, third is Brad Lehman with uh, 81 inches. Pretty good days on. Ohio there. I heard a lot of bad things about Ohio fishing. Me too. Outside of outside of like Lake Erie and stuff. Yeah. It's not on my Early. list of places to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh but 82 inches is a pretty good day still. I think um, so. then we had Danny and Will's cast for a cause in White River, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh this is a charity tournament um for the Project Healing Waters. Uh, two-person team tournament they can choose to fish one day per angler so six fish limit between two anglers uh, they can do boat kayak canoe drift boat or any other craft capable of navigating the white river um, 63 anglers six fish limit uh, we had first place is tyler atwell with 103 inches so took them six fish to get close to you guys uh, <laughs> uh, second place was Alex Don Dano uh, with 102 inches, and third place was Nathan Pickering with 98 and a half inches. Uh, it says it didn't, didn't indicate who teams consisted of, but that's uh, those were the the finishers in that. Uh, yeah. And after good. that, we had uh, this one's actually a pretty good one. Um, I, I, I'd like I've been up the, to this to this place before and I've wanted to fish it again after I left. But uh, this is the Michigan Kayak Trail stop number three. 
on uh, Burton Mullet Lakes in uh, Indian River, Michigan. Um, 60 anglers, five fish limit. Jeremiah Craft with 104 inches. Well, it was a tie for first place. Uh, second place was Adam Dravick with 104 inches. And then third place was Joe Camiotti with 99 and a quarter inches. I'm guessing they had a big fish oh. tiebreaker. I don't see what that was on this. That's good and fishing there, inches. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm That's guessing good. those are mostly all big smallmouth. Um, mm, that'd be fun. Yeah, on, on those lakes. Um, from what I've reports of I've heard is that they're the smallmouth in Michigan are starting to uh, starting to spawn and do their thing and they're dumb when they're doing that, so Football they're easy to is, catch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're giant. Um, so the next one we got here is uh, the tournament I actually fished was the Southern Mid. Uh, well, it's the Tennessee Hammers event, which is a multi-club event uh, with four different clubs in the area. We had the Southern Middle Tennessee Kayak Anglers, Tennessee Valley Kayak Anglers, um, Kayak Bass Fishing Tennessee, and uh, Central Tennessee there were 60 anglers, five fish limit, um, first place. This was on Tim's Ford Lake, sorry, in uh, Winchester, Tennessee. Um, so first place was Josh Stewart. No surprises there. He's obviously a Tennessee hammer. <laughs> he earned it. Uh, so he had 90 and three-quarter inches, and he also took home big fish uh, with a 21 and a half, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, Second place was Terry Bowman with 87 and three quarter inches. And third place was myself with uh, 83 and three oh, quarter inches. Boy. <laughs> Congratulations, man. There nice. Get to gloat a little bit on on our show. Yeah, do it. There you go. It don't happen all the time. And it, it was Did fun, you just but... call yourself a hammer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what lake was that? What lake was that at? Uh, that was on Tim's Ford Lake. It's uh, okay. Just south of Nashville, it's, it's a Highland Reservoir, essentially. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it. I've never it's, been it's, there. It's pretty late. Uh, there's there's a good shad spawn going on that morning, and I had some frustrating times. I uh, caught one on a spook, missed one, and had one break me off. And I'll go ahead and tell the story. It's kind of long, but I had one break me off. I guess I had, like, frayed line on my braid. I didn't retie i was dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going to club bud <laughs> yeah so i retied another spook and threw threw back in there and caught a 17 inch small mouth um and then as i'm white like measuring this fish i put it back in the water and the other one jumps out of the water with the spook still in its oh. mouth and it was like an 18 inch small mouth oh, wow. like, dude what the hell is going on uh oh, i tried to get over to it and like maybe try to get my spook back and try to help that fish out. But he, he swam off with it. He still has it somewhere. I was hope I went back through there later that day to hope that maybe that like it just floated up, like a mm-hmm. spook floated up against the bank or something. But so so they, are, say they get rid of them, man. They'll get rid of it. Let, let me ask you how. this. Are, are you a one bait guy? Like you buy one bait and then one bait of this, or you buy multiple of the same? Baits? Uh, multiples. So this was, uh, I'll go ahead and put another plug in here. So uh, this was a Yozuri uh, 3DB uh, pencil bait, uh, yeah. and I'm sponsored with Yozuri. Um, so I've got a shit ton of them in my exactly. box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've got like 20 of them that I carry with me. 
Yeah. I always try to keep uh, three. This was a long, a long one. Okay. Uh, I, I tried throwing the smaller one too, but for some reason the bigger one was the one. So those small mouth will hit those bigger bait, those bigger. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they will. Uh, and I mean, I've caught small mouth up here on glide baits and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and there, you'll get a lot of followers and stuff too. If it's the right time of year and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, they'll hit. They'll hit big baits. Um, I won one of our big bass events on a uh, on a Huddleston. With, oh wow! With a smallmouth. With a smallmouth. Yeah. What did that? Um, what did that? How big that was one, that? One? It was a nineteen and three quarter inch smallmouth. Yeah. Um, like. It probably was like four pounds or so, somewhere in that range. Um, That's crazy. Small mouth is fun, but uh, yeah, they will hit big, big baits. But I had to fish on twice that tournament to put put up a bigger limit. Uh, I have one that wrapped me up in a tree and broke me off, but it happens. Uh, still, so glad to take them third in that one. But uh, man, we still got a few to go through let's we'll keep trucking here uh so we had the 2023 grassroots bass yakking on raccoon lake in rockville indiana uh this is a multi-single day event a lot of these multi-single day events happening in uh, indiana i I don't hear that happening too many other places but um, we have to start picking up on that Uh, so they pick one day to fish between june 5th and june june 1st and june 5th uh 35 anglers, five fish limit. Uh, first place was Steve Martin with 82 inches. Second place, Jason Kennedy with 81 inches. And third place was Wyatt Guard with 80 or 77 and 75 inches. That was hard to say for some reason. Uh, and after that, we had another. They had another event, the 2023 Grassroots Bass Yak in White River. Uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, another multi-single day event, uh, 44 anglers, five fish limit. First place was Josh Trenko with 87 and a half inches. That's a pretty good day for that. That must be smallmouth up there on, on the river. Uh, second place is Jim Bailey with 81 and a half inches. And third is Antoine Hayes with 81 and a half inches. So I think this is our other biggest event that happened was the Moyak Fishing Series 2023 Stockton Lake Kayak Bass Tournament in Stockton, Missouri. 88 anglers, five fish limit. Uh, first place is Mason Brock with 84 and three quarter inches. Second was Chris Robbs in 82 inches. And third was Lando Mitchell with 81 inches. Uh, then we had the Minyak Bass Fishing Elite trail stop number one in madison washington roadrunner madison lake minnesota 43 angers five fish limit first place is cliff buck with 91 and a quarter inches that's pretty solid yeah uh, second place is danny lee with 90 and a quarter inches and third place with jake kaiser with 87 and 25 inches 87 and a quarter inches We had, man, we still got a few more here. Um, 
bear with me. I know this is a, this one's running long. Uh, 2023 Moyak Team Series Stockton Lake, Stockton, Missouri. Two-man team tournament. Uh, oh. Best six fish per team. Uh, largest bass. Largest five bass will be scored regardless of team member that catches them. 14 teams. First place was Everhart's A-team with Chris Robbs and Chad Davidson. 99 and a half inches. Second was the Burrito Banditos. <laughs> uh, Brian Hillman and Troy Enke with 97 and uh, three quarter inches. And third was the Rock Crawlers with Sam Young and Jonathan Dominguez with 96 and a half inches. Those are some interesting names to come up with there. <laughs> um, then we had the Natural State Kayak Angler Central Lake DeGray Arcadia. Arkadelphia, Arkansas, 35 anglers, five fish limit. Uh, first place is Sean Daly with 79 and a quarter inches. Second was Hope Wofford with 79 inches. And third was Brad Hammond with 78 inches. All righty. Then we had the, this one was a pretty interesting sounding one. Uh, it's the Patriots Sporting Challenge in Yontas, Texas. Um the shooting, fishing, and golf challenge huh. uh, to provide educational opportunities to the families of fallen and disabled heroes and first responders. That's that's a pretty cool event. Um, so they had 38 anglers. Uh, I'm guessing they were on Lake Fork, uh, and that, that's what's close to there. But mm-hmm, most uh, likely, 38 anglers, five fish limit. Um, first place was Jeff Sanderson with 100 and a quarter inches. Uh, second was Josh Neal with 97 inches, and third was Mike McWhorter with 91 and three quarter inches. They also day, caught man. a uh, 24 inch bass for big. Bass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's typical Texas numbers. It sounds like. <laughs> um, a, it's mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, I just can't think. Like, I, I don't really realize how like people realize like I don't, I don't know it's just like texas bass i don't know why they're longer or they're bigger but yeah like when you they just it's just like a special yeah combination of, but uh, i would think florida would have just as big or oh just, they do just as oh, long. yeah you know i mean i fish um, in a lot of online tournaments and there's a lot of guys in florida that put up some really good numbers they got them oh, yeah you know yeah, 160 inches so i guess it's just like the florida strain it is in general uh, yeah long growing season yeah we gotta you know we're down south yeah yeah that yeah that's true they they get a lot of opportunity to to get bigger and stay feeding whereas like up north they'll kind of slow down in the winter but Mm -hmm. you say that and then you look at what cayuga is doing right now and that's something man (laughs) yeah well that would be a blast man yeah that would be a blast I mean, it's not the same numbers and stuff, like over 110 inch limits and stuff, but tons of 99 and 100 inch limits going on. I'll take it. I'll take it all day, twice on (laughs) Sunday. Well, that and you can mix in some big smallmouth in your limit on that that spot. uh, See, that would be cool to catch smallmouth and largemouth in the same day. Man, that would be awesome. Six pounder, man. Yeah, like six, seven pounders. Uh, (laughs) I think, I think. Someone caught on that. I don't know if you guys watched the major league fishing stuff. I did. 
uh yeah the, the what was his name he caught like a 614 Brian, uh, brandon coulter did yesterday didn't he yeah like a 612 or, yeah. or something i don't remember yeah it's crazy man uh, oh last year i think somebody yeah oh ebear caught one that was well almost eight pounds man yeah. that's small mouth dakota seven seven eight that is or nuts something. man that's yeah. nuts that's stupid but that that's a special that's a special place in its own and that's definitely it's on my list gonna, bud. yeah that it's, is it's on definitely my list. a bucket list place um where was that here uh oh okay yeah yeah so we got uh yeah after that we got the 2023 oklahoma kayak anglers event uh central roadrunner wawoka uh oklahoma um roadrunner event for holdenville Kanoa, Sportsman, Frog, and I'm not hmm. sure what Roadrunner that means, but that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, they had 84 anglers, so it's a pretty good turnout. Um, five fish limit. Uh, first place was Randy Crearson with 97 and three quarter inches. Second place was Jeff uh, Weisbrod with 92 and three quarter inches. And third was Colton Blakely with 92 and a half. <clears throat> Solid bags. I mean, I'd take that. Me too. Uh, here's one from Washington that had some pretty good limits. This is our last one, uh, other than Possum Kingdom. Um, <laughs> Twenty twenty three Washington kayak back bass fishing tour event, Lake Watcom, uh, in Bellingham, Washington. Forty two anglers, five fish limit. First place with Garrett Harrison with ninety four and a half inches. Second place was Kevin Dang. Frank with 94 inches, and third is Dan Walker with 92 inches. Man, that's that was a shoot off. <laughs> yeah. That'd be smallmouth, huh? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't heard know. a big largemouth. In, I fished in against a guy in Washington, really? and he was catching them with a largemouth. Yeah, yeah right. Yep. One of my buddies that I uh, used to fish with, um, he, he caught his PB in Washington. It was like a nine and a half pounder. Is that really. right? I had no idea, man. <laughs> I, that's what I'm like. You never know like where, what states. Yeah, that, that online tournament that I was fishing in, I had a guy up there. He was from Washington, and he was catching six-pounders, dude. And I'm like, what yeah. in the world? How is there six-pounders out there in Washington? <laughs> I, I guess 10, 10 years they've old, got man. a lot of trout eaters and stuff up in that oh, region. Oh, there you go. So I guess that helps get, get some yeah, big, right. bigger than average fish growing. Um, when they, they have to stock them, though, I don't think they're natural to that region. Yeah, so, I see. Um, that changes but, things. Yeah. <laughs> but they got those little protein snacks with the, mm-hmm. with the trout running around. Um, so the last on our list is one we just talked about, uh, Possum Kingdom. Uh, we got the two two winners from that sitting here with us. Uh, and third place was, we already went over first place, first and second place, 210 and a quarter, 202. Third place with Marty Hughes uh, fishing next to Joe. Um that was that's awesome that you guys like shared a spot and yeah really he's a good guy the sportsmanship to work like, that out I, I think i made a friend for life with him it's uh, even cooler good, that man. you guys shared the spot and both finished top three yeah <laughs> that's not too often you hear that happening no it's usually one of them burns it down the other one struggles yeah. kind of deal but that's cool that there was enough there that both of you guys, I mean, like you said, he almost put up 400 inches between the yeah, two. Yeah, it was amazing. One spot. <laughs> uh, but 
after that, I mean, we had 23s and 24s all over the board. I think when I was counting it, I think there was like 16 fish or so over 24 or mm. over 23. Yeah. Jesus. Two footers. Yeah. Eight plus pounders, man. Yeah. That's that's insane. So insane. we'll probably hear more about this lake in the future. I mean, that's probably yeah. going to be one of those times where – starting to pop off and people are going to start putting the spotlight on it for a minute. No. I, I would imagine what would happen if the elites came to PK? I don't know. Like that like would that. be insane. That would be, I don't insane. know if it's big enough, man. Yeah. It's, it's may not be, I but mean, they may have tossed it around not, for like a classic or something. Though, but, the, but yeah, maybe because I mean, yeah, it's a three day event. So yeah. I mean, the like, ones that I would could see that maybe come there, if it's not the elites would be the, MLF. Uh, There's not really a big facility to host something like that, but I'm I'm sure they'll work around it. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean the the MLF events. They I hope they don't. A lot of smaller <laughs> reservoirs. <laughs> yeah. I'd be okay sure. with me if they never do it. Keep them off of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm all right with that, man. Yeah. Um, well, guys, thanks for coming on with us this, tonight. Uh, thanks for sticking with me through the rundown. Thanks for having day. me. I I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, nice meet time. Yeah, it's nice to meet. I hope to get that, get to get out to Texas sometime and come maybe fish the Brazos or that sounds like I need to get to Possum Kingdom. Give me a holler, man. I fish around. Yeah. Um, if you guys are ever in Tennessee, come come through. I'm in the Nashville area, uh, but I travel around Tennessee quite a bit. I was in Tennessee a couple, well, three or four months ago with the Chickamauga. That oh. was my new favorite lake, but it did me dirty. But I just love the way it <laughs> lake laid out, man. Yeah, uh, that's it's cool. I man. was I was at that event, so I was right it's a there. Cool with place, you. dude. It's a cool um, place. Chickamauga is definitely one of my favorite places to fish. Uh, it's got a yeah, little it was bit a real cool um, current. But it's it's one of those places that's got a ridiculous amount of pressure. Yeah, man. Those fish know what's up, don't they? Yeah, like. Uh, just the Tennessee River chain in general is just mm-hmm. like so. I went on Pickwick on Sunday just to go play around and try to ledge fish a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got there an hour before dark, and when I was driving to the water, I passed over the water and I was like, Is there a bunch of buoys or something out there? What's all those lights? Daylight comes around, and I realize there's at least like 30 boats sitting on the Golly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've like, been to Pickwick before too. I wildest thing too, I've man. ever seen. <laughs> Pickwick's on my list to go to. It, yeah, I love I mean, it. We had a great too. time. There's, there's, some, there's some cool stuff there. It's got uh, grass or it had grass back then. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it's still got a little bit of grass. Um, and there's a lot of big smallmouth there. Big ones, yeah. I didn't catch a big one, but they're there. Yeah, I think my my PB smallmouth lengthwise came from chick while we were down there the, the, over in march i caught a 20 inch smallmouth below the oh, dam there uh it was like a my five, pv five came from texas pounders, man so. i went to tennessee a number of times and my pv's from texas smallmouth yeah yeah man that, that's something <laughs> that's great uh, uh, lake Texas has got them man oh yeah it's on the yeah. Tech, yeah it's got them it's got them good well, i mean Anything that you got there is going to grow. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, Lake Belton down where I'm going, it's got smallmouth. I've never caught anything over 18 inches there, but it, they're there. You know, there's guys there's that know how to do it. Down. 
Speaking of uh, Chickamauga, I think we that's maybe the next event that we're covering if it's still going on and all that. The, the KBF is going to be on Chickamauga this weekend. Let me make you see. Are how they still they a thing, man? Yeah, they're still around. Um, it seems like their numbers have been falling off a little this year. Yeah, that's why I asked. I think the more uh, I love those, I just love having. A, I'm real appreciative of the opportunity to fish for more money, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome that so there's I, I mean, there's a lot out there now. There's a lot of options and there's a lot of good there is clubs. man. Um, I'm lucky. I live in, right in the middle of a, of a good long running tournament organization, and you know it's a it's welcoming to everybody. So we it's good competition, man. You know. Yeah, that's fun. It's always a good time. But I like those big national ones too. Yeah. Especially when you're uh, taking everybody's money. Yeah, that doesn't happen much. Believe me, I've given enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah knowing that they all drove, I mean, some of them drove like 12, 15 hours to get down oh, there. And you just... I, I heard I don't some feel guys bad cause... driving 30, 30 hours from California. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Boy. That's insane. Yeah, there that is. Three guys yeah. that all drove together with, they pulled a trailer and they had. They had two kayaks on a trailer and one in the back of the truck, and they drove 30 hours over here. And if you're going to drive that far to a lake to bass fish, that's the lake to go to. Though. It was. and I mean, it sounds like it's worth it. They yeah, actually man. I mean, that's the one. The top 10. I forget his name, but he he did. He was in the top 13. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he yeah, made it come back. That's even cooler. Well, it uh, looks like they only got 28 signed up for that KBF event. I, I tossed up going to that one. Go get it. May have to, but I think I'm supposed to be uh, putting together my nursery. I'm having a kid soon, so I'm supposed to be doing that this week. Priorities, man. Priorities. (laughs) Uh, So, anyways, we may be covering that next week. If not, um, we'll be finding something else. Uh, Appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. You have a good evening, man. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Congratulations again, Joe. I'll see you around. I'll I'll, I'll contact you and we'll we'll hook up. All right. Yeah, it sounds like you got some uh, club stuff you need to start getting in on, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, close it down. Hope you guys have a good night. Cheers, guys. See ya. That's not.
on Mondays. Head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.